button. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse. This is Billy. We're going to spin the wheel for you again today. Happy Wednesday. Hope you guys had a good beginning to your week. Hope, uh, what is it called, hump day. Hope the last party week is good. You know, I believe we're going out of town this weekend. I think, I'm not sure. Everything everything is always like coming and going, you know. It's summertime, we're trying to see what we do some of the kids last week before school starts. Who knows? You know, it all comes down to do I, don't I, or the kids, aims, you know how that goes. Anyway, again, happy Wednesday. Without further ado, let's spin this bad boy. Family. All right, here we go. Family, 15 minutes. Let's set the alarm. So, yeah, this is it. This is um, the last week before school. You know, Liam, he's going into the eighth grade. I mean, bro, I, I mean, you, you guys, I can say this now as a parent. You guys have kids. You know how time flies. There's nothing that prepares you for how fast time goes until you have kids. I remember being in school thinking, oh my God, this is taking forever, forever. Summer was a blink, you know, winter break was a blink, and the school year would just drag on and on. I can remember being in our apartment, Amy telling me her water broke, and, and me like, nah, you're just, you're just thinking that. Because at the time, she thought every time she peed or she moved or, like, water got on her, oh, my God, my water broke. So I always thought she was, you know, joking around or just, like, hypochondriacing, if that's even a thing. But, you know, that was, he's going to be 13 at the end of the month. I mean, he's going into eighth grade. Then he's, he's in a charter school. It's, it's kindergarten through eighth grade. And then it's going to jump to a high school. There's a couple high schools in the area, and we want to try to get him into one that's not in our district, but in our opinion, it's a better school. And he he's in a few of these, um, I don't know the words, but like the, the gifted math class stuff. So that looks good on a transcript. You know, schools are like businesses. What can you, what can you show off to the next one? You know what I mean? So he's got he's got a couple of these uh, super smart classes. Hopefully that pans out. But he's going into the eighth grade. Briella's four. You want to talk about hitting a reset? I mean, I'm just about to get out of car line. One more year of this nightmarish thing. And he's going to eighth. When he goes to ninth, she'll be going to kindergarten. Re, you know, ugh. Is, is what I can tell you. She cannot wait to go to school. I don't know if your kids out there that they, they can't wait to go to school. She cannot wait. She's a social butterfly. She needs structure. She needs to talk to people. She needs to know what's going on. She's got more questions than you have answers. She needs it. Trying to get her into a VPK program now, some sort of daycare, half day, whatever it is. But Amy's like, well, do you want her to go for a full year program? Amy can't wrap her head around it. She's not ready for her to go. Me, I'm go. Bye-bye. Have fun. You know what I mean? I need her 
to go to school because I worked during the day from home, two days now at the office. My dad watches, Briella watches my nephew. And, you know, my mom likes to take these random days off and say, hey, you got to watch your kids. Well, I work from home. And her response always, yeah, but you work from home. You know, those of you who work from home and get no respect, I'm here for you. Because I work from home and you cannot have anybody around when you work from home or you're going to have a bad day. So, and again, don't get me wrong. My father, my parents, they're extremely, extremely, extremely dependable. But I need some place that I, that I need her to go to. I can't get a random call that, hey, you know, we're taking off Friday, so your dad needs to, uh, you can't go home. That's my, that's my mom's move. But dad won't say anything. You know, he'll watch the kids. If something comes up, you have a doctor's appointment, I'll bring the kids if you need. And that's it. It makes you want to have your kids stay home. My mom, oh, you're, you know, your your dad, uh, I'm off on Friday. I think today's like a Tuesday. Okay. Well, can you watch can you watch Briella on Friday? Why? Well, because I'm off. Okay, what the hell does that have to do with me? What what do you mean you're off? I don't care that you're off. Your job at right at this moment in time is to watch my child, my nephew, so I can work from home. My sister can go to work. Well, I just want the day with your dad. See, I can't have that. I can't have this random thing pop up and be like, oh, you gotta you gotta watch your you gotta watch your kid today. No, you're you're a grandpa daycare, not a daycare. Like this is what you do now. So as dependent as my father is, my mother's the wild card with her make-believe stuff. Sometimes she comes up with she needs to be home and not have anybody there. I need to get Briella into a VPK program. You know, the VPK is free, four hours, and most importantly, I think she'll learn from it. I think she'll benefit from it. But young, young parents out there or, who have, or people who have family who are going through this pre-K, VPK thing, these waiting lists are insane. Now, we haven't put her on a waiting list yet. I'm still trying to convince Amy to put her in the daycare, in the VPK program. And her biggest thing is, well, but it's for a full year. Well, duh. You know, I know it's for a full year. And Amy is very like, well, you know, she's, the kids don't, they're not out of her sight. Like, we don't go on vacations or go out of town and leave the kids behind. Like, that's not her move. She does not let those kids out of her sight. And it's it's annoying, but the alternative is you know a deadbeat mom. And you know I, if my biggest complaint about Amy is she doesn't let the kids out of her sight, you know I don't really have anything to worry about. You know what I mean? I think the air is on. I'm trying to think. Am I cold in here? Am I hot? I can't tell. You know, so I'm trying to think. So this VPK stuff. There's a few. There's a few schools in the area that are good. I was a VPK teacher for about two or three years. I worked in, uh, you know, I was I was childcare from when I graduated high school up until I started where I work now, and that was about eighteen to twenty seven, twenty eight. So just about ten, about ten eleven years, because I was I was going to high school and then going across the street to the elementary school for after school care. So it was about twelve years. I was in childcare, and then for the latter part of that, I got a degree equivalent for to be a teacher in a preschool setting, and I taught VPK for two years, three years almost, or a summer program. So who knows? You know, some along those lines. And I assume now, ten years later, it is much different than what it was because then 
it pretty much was just free daycare. You know, the state would pay for it, so all these schools would open up all this, uh, they'd open up all these VPK classes. But I imagine now it's kind of a big deal. I see it plastered everywhere. Every all the kids are doing it. You know what I mean? So what we want I want to put Briella in a VPK. I think she needs it. I need to know that I can't have a surprise thing pop up. Oh, you know, I'm sick today, or you're, you know, my mom again. Well, your dad needs a break. Did he tell me he needs a break? If he doesn't tell me, I'm not listening to you. You just, you know, you say that. And again, that's how I am. If you want, if you want to know something or want me to know something, you have to tell me. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not pulling teeth. You've got to give me the information if you need something. You know, my sister texted me a couple weeks ago. Called dad and he's going to pull down the awning at the house. Why? Why would I why have to text him? Because you know he won't ask for help. He might not need help. Just text him. Why? If he, he knows my phone number, he knows how to get a hold of me. If, you know, if I need to, he needs me, hey, come over. Okay, cool. I'll be there in a little bit. There's nothing more to it. You know, but I, I shot him a text anyway. Hey, you doing the awning? No, next week. All right, cool. That was his answer. That was my answer. And I re- told my sister, he's, he's doing it next week. He's just saying that. <laughs> Listen. I'm not going back and forth. I'm not chasing anybody down. He said he's doing it next week. I believe him. I'm not worried about it. And then like two days later, I get a text. That he took the awning down, took a, took a picture of it. Okay, cool. Like things coming down are a lot easier than going up. Going up, we need people to hold something, level it, balance this off, unscrew this, screw that. Getting it down, you just boom, boom, and it falls, especially if it's something you're not you know, concerned about keeping. Let it crash down, you know? But he got it down, no big deal. But that's, you know, that's, you know, that's family. They always needing something. And I'm always down to help, for sure. I don't advertise it. I 100% don't advertise it. I will always help. I will always say yes, always do this. And obviously I'm advertising now. But for God's sakes, no, don't, don't, I don't, I don't want people to know. You know, I do... I uh, I don't ask people for much. Family-wise, I do. My, some of my parents. Um, but, man, I got sidetracked. I was looking off of the AC. The AC's on, but I can't tell. The, the light is off, but I think I can hear it. So I'm sorry for getting distracted. But anyway, yeah, so family. I'm going to get off the, the, my, my sister, text my dad. He knows my phone number. I know his phone number. We're talking about kids, VPK. I think... My daughter needs it. Again, Liam's going to eighth grade next year, high school. Just signed him up for flag football. He does not want to play tackle. I'm not going to force him. I'm not that guy. I played football four years of Optimus, one year of high school because of grades. The best feeling in the world is lighting somebody up in pads. Full force, boom, it's the best. He doesn't want to do it. He's afraid to get hurt. I don't know. I'm not going to force him. But I did force him to play flag football. I kind of told him, listen, I'm not going to make you do something you don't want to do. And I go, now, don't tell me you don't want to do this. Do you, do you want to play football? We go outside and play catch. You like playing football. You like running your routes. You like working on your hands, throwing the ball. So I'm not making you do something you don't want to do. You're just afraid to make a mistake. You're afraid. He's like, well, these kids could be bigger. Bro, who cares? You're not always going to be the biggest kid in the room. 
You're definitely not always going to be the smallest kid in the room. Stop being scared. That drives me insane. That's that's a topic for another day. If we get on life or something else, I'll rant about that. But it drives me absolutely insane. Now, I wasn't a rough and tough, kick-ass 10, 12-year-old. I don't think so at all. I, I, be, I got this mentality the older I got. The more I realized people are full of crap, the more I developed this screw-you attitude, you know? I'm not afraid of anything. Go out there and, you know, do what you got to do. So I tell him, I said, listen, I'm signing you up. I'm going to force you to play this. You do nothing. And when we talked to my buddy Jackson, who we do basketball with, and his son, I go, listen, you think Gavin was born being that good of a basketball player? No. Jackson does not take no for an answer. There is no, oh, let him decide, do what's right. Like, Amy's that person. We'll just, you know, let the chips fall where they may. We'll guide them. But, you know, we'll see how, the, how it plays out. But, we, you know, let, we'll, we'll let them see. Like, for again, my buddy Jackson, no, he's playing basketball. That simple. No questions about it. Kid's in three leagues. It's phenomenal. He, he dribbled between his legs behind the back. Spin on, like, things you see basketball players do at professionals he can do. Like, like some kids who practice all the time can do at, you know, 13, 14, uh, 12, 13 years old. So I told him, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to force you. But I sure as hell am no longer going to let you sit down on your butt and do nothing. Because when you get to high school, you already, you already think you're scared of stuff. And, this is, and his mom put this in his head. And if she hears this, she'll be pissed at me. But she's like, well, I'm, I'm like him. I want to know who's going to be on the team. Who are they playing? What's the age range? How many kids? You know, what, what are they? Bro, you're playing football. That's all you need to know. Who cares about everything else? Who really cares? It drives me nuts. And then I tell her, you put it in her head, in his head. It's you. We get into a fight about it. That's fine by me. Right, tell him, get that crap out of your head, dude. You're going, you're going to play. You sit home on your ass and play your stupid video games all day long. Now, that being said, two days I'm at the office. He's not going outside if I'm not here. The other times I'm here, I got the camera on the phone to look outside. He's playing basketball. He's in the pool swimming, exercising on the trampoline. He's doing his thing. So I don't, I don't get on him that much. But he will lose a day playing his stupid games. And as long, and I've always told him, as long as you get grades, you got no problems with people, and you're not a jerk, I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm going to trust you to make the right decision. Well, he's been making the wrong decision recently by just laying around doing nothing. So he will be forced to play flag football. And it's flag football. You know what I mean? He's worried about missing a flag. I don't care. Listen to this. You hear this? That's a, that's a finger that I have, my middle finger, my right hand. I played flag football for like 10 years. I jammed my finger so many times in so many people's hips, it always, always cracks. Always. It's messed up. And I'm going to do this flag football. You can run. You can throw. Get out of your head. You're not mentally tough. And I know some people out there, don't tell them that. Well, screw you. I'm going to tell him that because he needs to know. You, it's flag football, dude. There's always, like life, sports is the, is the analogy for life. There's always somebody bigger, stronger, and faster out there. That same person who is bigger, stronger, and faster than you are, you are that person to somebody else. You're going to look at these kids, oh my God, that kid's fast. And they're going to look at you, throw the ball 40 yards down the field with a flick of your wrist. They're going to think, holy crap, this guy can throw. I'm not good enough. All kids think that way. You got to go out there and believe you're the best and go kick ass. If you believe you're number one, everyone else will follow suit. I've lived that my entire life. Well, since high school. And I'm not talking Ricky Bobby if you're not first or last. 
I'm just saying, like Amy gets on me all the time, you're so arrogant. No, I'm not. I'm just not apologizing for things I'm not sorry for. I'm not, oh my God, excuse me. Oh my God, are you okay? No, I'm living my life. Don't stand on the track when the train's coming through. You know, I say this stuff around the house all the time. And it's, again, it's how I live my life. I'm not going to be this meek, oh my God, are you okay? Whatever you need, just let me know. No. I ask, I want. I tell what I want, like, and move on. But Liam, he's he's needs that, and he's worried about playing flag football. So before I lose my mind because it pisses me off, I'm going to spin the wheel for our second topic. Oh, social media. Social media. I got one for you guys. This <laughs> I can't make this up. This happened today, all right? I'm on the tweeter machine, and let me see if I can find it. Notifications. So one thing I put out on social media, I retweeted somebody's post. 70% of the earth is water, and virtually none of it is carbonated. So to So the earth is, in fact, flat. And someone's like, flat earthers, you guys are so stupid. I'm like, oh. Read it again, bro. The earth is 70% water. None of it is carbonated. That means the earth, in fact, is flat. No more response from that guy. His brain kicked in, read the joke, and moved on. Been retweeted a few times. I thought it was really funny. Now, I got one one guy on here where he was talking about, let me see here if I can find it. Do, 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 do. Here we go. I posted something about, oh, someone, so on Newsmax, put out Biden delivered justice. Al-Qaeda, you know, super member killed by drone strike. So my comment was, remember when these guys weren't around because they were afraid of Trump? And he's like, did you just, did they just disappear for four years? And my reply was, no, they were there, like all of our enemies, but they either respected or feared Trump, and they stayed in line. No one respects Biden, and look at the world now. In my opinion, that's very accurate. They do not respect Biden. They freed a bunch of people. They left their plane, our, our helicopters and stuff in Afghanistan. A bunch of people died. It was a complete nightmare. Right, that, was, that was the first few months of his presidency. Taliban took over the city. They were gone. They were there, obviously, but they knew Trump wasn't playing around. So his response was, again, to my my response, they were there, but nobody respects Biden. His response was, I must have missed the terrorist, uh, you must have missed the terrorist attack that happened under Biden when Amin Rahm was killed by, when Trump was president. Remember when he tried to say that it was a bigger deal than killing Bin Laden, Osama Bin Laden, that is. Well, I know who Bin Laden is. Okay, fine. And again, so I looked this up. I looked up all these things they were talking about as far as Trump goes. They were like early 2017. He was 2016 president, took office 2017, I believe. Is that how it goes? The the, the election was 2016. am Am I misremembering it? So this was the very beginning of his, of his presidency, and this kind of things happened. His last three years as president, you didn't hear a word from al-Qaeda. There was nothing. So my response, I didn't say there was an attack. 
I didn't say there was an attack. We heard a little to nothing from the Middle East, not even... Okay, hold on. I edited this because my original, my, my original response was, I'm responsible for what I type, not for what you read. Because I just said they feared Trump. These guys were quiet. And he, you know, oh, what about this under Trump? I didn't say there was any attacks. I'm saying we didn't hear much from these people. So then my response was, I didn't say there was an attack. We heard little to nothing from the Middle East, not even the peace treaty that was being signed, which was true. Trump had a peace treaty being signed in the Middle East, and nobody talked about it. He was nominated for four Nobel Peace Prizes. Okay, did you guys know that? Trump was nominated for four Nobel Peace Prizes for bringing peace to the Middle East. They were signing a treaty when Biden took over and scrapped it. Since Biden took over, look at what has happened. I'm not supporting Trump or bashing Biden. Just look at what has happened the last couple of years. Now, definitely, I am supporting Trump. Obviously, you can see that I am, but I'm not like blindly supporting Trump and blindly bashing Biden. Look at it. Trump had a peace treaty being signed. Being signed. Biden took over, scrapped it. Taliban took over, disaster leaving Afghanistan. All right, so I wrote that. It's just it's been bad for a couple of years. And here is his response. COVID hit the Middle East too. Hard to have terrorists attacking groups when you don't get um, congregating. Oh, wait, they did that on January 6th to stop a peaceful transfer of power. So his response, when I said, I didn't say there was, there was not any attack. I'm just saying, look at what's going on. Under Trump, they were all but gone. With Biden, they jumped right back up in less than two years. His response was, COVID hit the Middle East too. Hard to have terrorists attacking groups when groups don't congregate. Oh, wait, they did in January 6th. First of all, January 6th was a BS hoax. I'm sorry, man. Liberals, they played dirty. They planted. You know, they got people riled up. It's a farce. It's crap. It's the biggest thing it's our last-ditch effort to get Trump to not be able to run again for president. They are terrified. That has nothing to do with the world stage. It has nothing to do with anything other than he is a direct, he's a direct line, a blockade of the power they want. They are still going after this guy. So my response, are you telling me that people who die who murder for their beliefs, stayed home because of COVID. Listen, he actually said that this guy actually said the terrorists were not out and about blowing things up, not because of Trump, not because of foreign policies, the peace treaties, the fear of Trump. It was because there was COVID and there was not a large amount of people out there for them to go blow up and assassinate. That is what this guy said. Now, it took a minute, composed myself, because I've wanted to kind of keep going with this guy because I don't see how you can actually say that. The reason there was no terrorist attacks was because of COVID. Didn't COVID hit the, like the middle, beginning middle of like uh, or the end of the end of November, excuse me, the end of 19? beginning of 20 for like around the world. 
I mean, the terrorists weren't killing people because of COVID. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's like, I am saying that they didn't target groups because there were no groups to target. See the Ariana Grande concert. Again, that was May, March or May 2017, the beginnings of Trump's um, presidency, and over in England. You know, no disrespect to our ancestors in England, but that's not America. It sucks that that happened. Don't get me wrong. No one is saying, no, good job, go kill people. That's horrible. But Trump is not responsible for England. He's responsible for America. And when America is at its best, the world is okay. Trump had America at its best, and the world is okay. So this social media guy is telling me, look, at they, there's a, a group of people, and they blew it up in England. Where's your, your logic there? Listen, like I, like I just said, that's in England and the beginnings of Trump's presidency. When he got in a full swing of things, they were gone. And then this other guy, who I don't mind talking to, we've had some good conversations before, he jumps in. Uh, let me see here. So I finished that. So he wrote, I am saying they, I'm saying that they didn't target groups, see the Ariana Grande concert. My response, but don't you think if they were in the mood to do something they would have regardless of crowds, I'm sure they could have found a place. My point is they feared, respected Trump more than they do Biden. I'm glad they found and killed him. Don't get me wrong, talking about the, uh, the Al-Qaeda leader they found and killed today or, or yesterday, whatever day it was. But don't, don't try to tell me that it was a big deal that Biden did something. And is, isn't it weird? Conspiracy corner, sound the alarm. Let me see right at right time down here. Sound the alarm. Isn't it weird how Bin Laden popped up? Um, well, he was killed under Biden. Because this guy was like, well, they, they killed Biden. Or excuse me, not killed Biden. Biden killed this guy. Obama killed whatever. Trump did nothing. Well, isn't it weird how you have to go and kill these guys, run a wild when the Democrats are in power? And one guy replied back. He's like, yeah, but I said that in Twitter. And he's like, no, you're talking, but what about Bush? Again, the beginning of Bush's presidency right after Clinton is when 9-11 happened, about a year into Bush's uh, presidency. So when Democrats are in power or winding up, there always seems to be a problem with the Middle East. And this guy is like, well, look at Donnie didn't do anything, is what he wrote. Donnie didn't do anything, but Obama and Biden did. Well, that kind of proves my point. When, a, when Trump is in power, America's kicking ass, these guys run and hide in their caves. When there's no threat, they come out to play. And you kind of prove my point. So this guy that I like, I, like, I like speaking to chimed in when I said, remember, these guys were afraid of Trump. He's like, then who were the 5,000 he negotiated to release? And I believe he was talking about Biden. And I wrote back... Uh, the U.S. envoy of peace in Afghanistan has told the BBC it was not happy about a controversial deal to release 5,000 Taliban prisoners. Now, this was 2017, I believe. Not 2017. This was um, last year, two years ago, the Afghanistan incident. And I, and I replied to the guy, are you talking about this as it's a good thing? Didn't this go very bad very fast? And, he, and his reply was, 
and as they weren't around until he put them back in the field, as a stretch to think they disappeared, Barry got number one, Joe got number two, uh, sleepy work by Donnie. So, again, this guy who I enjoy speaking with, he said Obama got number one, Bin Laden. This guy, Biden got number two, Donald Trump did nothing. Again, these guys were hiding from Donald Trump. They're not walking the streets. Of course you couldn't get a target on them. They're nowhere to be found. They're hiding in caves. They feared Donald Trump. They do not fear Biden. And then let me see here. We talked about... We went on to talk about how, you know, people are, they're bitching about the Taliban and who got who, the credit for taking someone down. It's, as Americans, we should be happy a, a threat was neutralized. But the media picks sides, which forces people to pick sides and give credit to the party. When we're Americans, we should be happy this guy was taken down. And so that's what we're talking about. He's like, um, oh, here's what I asked him. Any chance do you think they're working together, indirectly or otherwise? The Middle East only seems to get going when Dems are in power. And his reply was, and again, I think we were talking about two different things. His reply was, I've always wanted a shit-talking Democrat, like one that'll hard line with the Republicans and really hash it out in the middle. For me, yes. For, uh, for me, slow, slowly but surely, as people call these dudes out in public and social media, they need to get it together. And I said that was my favorite thing about Trump, the way he handled the BS. He did go far at times. I was so tired of them all saying the same things, I couldn't tell them apart anymore. I'm for checks and balances. If we have a Democratic president, we need a GOP Congress and vice versa. And he's right, and his response was, ah, there it is. Shut up. We can all work together. We're all Americans. Now, I'm like, I agree 100%. We're all part of this country. What they do and don't do affects us all. He liked it, retweeted it, and there it goes. This guy and I, we always kind of go back and forth, always meet at the common ground. But, yeah, it's we want people in power to do what we want to do. Stop bitching about party success and just say, yo, we're doing this for America. That's it. You know, so this is my social media thing today. This was just today. I had a couple other silly social media things on here. One guy I saw who follow on Instagram, Nick Fridas. Fridas? Fridas? Something from West Virginia. He, uh, West Virginia congressman. He's like, he posted a video about eating salad. And somebody asked him, you know, why are you posting about salad? And his reply was, it's not for me, it's for the wife. I look at it like this. The cows eat grass. I eat the cow. Transfer, it was a transfer of symbolic, whatever he said. I'm eating salad. I'm for that. You know, am I a vegan? Yeah, I eat steak. The cow is all grass-fed. I eat the cow. I mean, what more what more vegan can you be? All right, so that's our 15 minutes. We've got like 10 seconds left, so I'm going to stop it. Let's get wheel number three. So we had family. We had social media. Big spin. Big bucks, no whammies. Ooh, family again. Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna keep on moving. Social media again. Nope. We'll slow it down this time. Local, huh? We did local yesterday, didn't we? Or on Monday? 
We're going to talk about local. We talked about recycling being a scam. We talked about, what we talk about? The invasive species in the Everglades, local. So yeah, let's talk about local. I, I, I overheard a, a conversation the other day. Somebody was talking about, I can't, think, I can't remember who it was. Uh, somebody was, or no, somebody at work. You know, I'm thinking about moving out of South Florida. You know, the people are crazy down here. The drivers are crazy. You know, they're, they're mean. You know, the upper part of the state, the people are nice. They're laid back. You know, so are the other country, uh, other states, Texas, Georgia, all these places. And I'm thinking to myself, I mean, yeah, the drivers down here are a bit aggressive, but you're naming places that have no population. So you probably have the same stupid driver, but you also have, you know, 100 less cars on the road per, you know, major highway or something, some number, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, the, it's nicer. They wave to you. I don't care if I live in, in country bumpkin USA or South Florida. I'm not waving to anybody. I'll give a head bob if I make eye contact with you just so you know that I see you. So if you think of trying something shady, I've caught you in my brain. You're not, you can't, you know, mental picture. That's why I make eye contact and, and head bob so you know I know I saw you. Don't wave to me. I, you know, I'll give you the head bob back. It won't be disrespectful. But I sure as hell am not losing sleep because Jim Bob down the street's not waving to me. I could not care less. I think people, if you just want to move out of South Florida, just go. You know, just, oh, well, it's the people. It's the driving. It's so crowded. It's the language barriers. Yeah, these things all annoy me also. But the flip side is you got to move to Nowhereville and do nothing. You Like down here. And again, I, I do not go out. We have anywhere from Chili's, Ale House, Hooters, you know, big chains to little dive bars to Fort Lauderdale, South Beach, the Hard Rock. I'm all within 20 minutes of each other. And again, I don't go to any of these places. But it's nice to know I have somewhere to go if need be. I've been to Nashville. I think it's, what, three streets of like... 10 by 10 buildings slash bars where people just sit on their on their bar stool and play the guitar. That's awesome. That's their way of life. That's great. I found it interesting. But that's what they do. You, you know, I've been to see Detroit. It was all run down. When I was there about five, six, seven years ago, boarded up, it looked horrible. You know what I mean? So you want to you want to go to these places. You're going to only have a hole in the wall to go to. You literally are going to go where everybody knows your name. If that's something you're into, great. You know, I've always joked with Amy. You know, we move somewhere away from my friends. You know, we, we go hang out to talk crap, to, you know, vent about the wife, the girlfriend, the kids. Who am I going to vent to? Am I going to vent to you about you? That seems like a recipe for disaster. You know, I love her to death, but sometimes I got to be like, yo, these kids, this chick, she's driving me nuts. These kids are crazy. And then come home and relax. But if I got to go out to vent to you about you, that's not going to work. So if you want this small town lifestyle where people are out of your way and, you know, you're done being annoyed and bothered, go for it. You know, good for you. I've often thought about it, mainly because for what I pay for my house down here, and anybody who lives in South Florida knows what you pay for your house down here, you can get a friggin' 10 bedroom mansion almost anywhere else in the country. The problem is you have to live almost anywhere else in the country.
Now, don't get me wrong. I am not a fan of South Florida. I do not like the over-congestion of people. The driving, yet yeah, sucks. I honk my horn. I get road rage like everybody else, yell a bunch of cuss words out at somebody, lay on the horn until the air blows out, and hey, fine by me. Am I, am I cognitive, aware of someone that I'm honking at could lose their mind to come after me? Yeah, so I don't honk too much. But listen, those same crazy people are going to be anywhere else in the world, in the country. You know what I mean? So why? why see, I got to write it down. Stop saying you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to these things. So don't tell, like, just up and go. Don't, you know, if you're justifying it to me, for you, if I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. I'm out of here. You know, just I want to find someplace better, someplace a little more seasons, bigger house for less money. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, well, I can't think of the, the phrase, like blame the ex-girlfriend. Oh, well, you know, she did this and she did that. No, it's you. It's not me, it's you. No, it's you. It's not not me. It's it well, in this case, it's me. Yeah, it's me, it's not you. I just don't want to be here. You know? If you have your reasons, fine. But when I hear people give their reasons on why they want to do stuff, the not just moving out of South Florida or you know, it's anything. You're trying to just you're trying to convince yourself of it. You never hear someone who's confident telling people what their plans are. They just go and do it. You know, and I'm speaking from a sample size of one is me. When I'm confident, I just go and do something. I don't, I don't run it by somebody. Hey, what do you think? You know, I'm going to, I'm starting today to go do this. If I say I'm starting today or I plan or this, I'm not doing it. You know, that's my tell. If I give you a heads up on what's happening, it's not happening. I'm just going to go and do it. If I'm going to go work out, I'm going to the gym. I'm not saying, you know what, starting tomorrow, I got this plan, work here, got to eat this. No, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to go to the gym, and that, then it's going to start. So when these people try to tell me or us or, or people at work, you know, I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that, okay, I get it. You're thinking about it. I'll hear it about, I'm here to bounce ideas off you or off me. I'm, I'm for that. But we start blaming, well, yeah, well, South Florida sucks. The state, all the money you make, you know, the things keep going up, but you never get a raise. I, are they giving away raises and big money in, in Oklahoma and Georgia? Now, cost of living is lower there, but so is their income. It kind of balances out. So when those things go up, my guess is you st- you're probably not taking a hit like we are down here, but you're still taking a hit. You know, it's just a weird pet peeve of mine. Just just do it. Don't say it. Like I said, if you need advice or you want to, you know, bounce some ideas, go for it. And I'm thinking about this, man. Prices are too high. You know, my job income's not keeping up, but if I transfer, I'll keep my salary, which will help me out a little better in North Florida, Georgia, Carolina area. That makes sense. But don't bash the society down here just because you can't hack it anymore. You know, it sounds like I'm defending South Florida. I don't I hope that I'm not. I live here, so I will ish. But again, I'm not a fan of the congestion of all the people. You know, you can't like I've got, especially now, summertime we get the pool. I got a tan, olive skin, dark hair, beard, mustache. Every store I go to, so da 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 da. Bro, yo, English, okay? I don't know what you're saying. Really? Yeah, really. What the hell do you mean, really? I get it. I look Hispanic, but do keep in mind, I do live in America. You know, last we still speak uh, English first in some areas anyway. And I'm all for you speaking Spanish with your old folks. 
who just they it's too far past their mind to grasp a new language. But you're young enough, you got you got to come with the English. Now that annoys me. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uproot my life because you speak Spanish. I'm not gonna uproot my life because someone's driving fast and either stays at a red light where you can turn right and sits like an idiot, or the person who the motorcycle guy who we're supposed to watch from motorcycles, but runs up between the, the, the cars parked at a red light. Those people aren't going to make me uproot my life because of South Florida. You know, like I said, it's even though it's always hot, it's not snowing, and the, and the cold is torture. It's, I would take the heat over that cold torture any day of the week. You know, that's it. We're going to wrap this part up because that's what I got for local. South Florida... If you're looking to move somewhere else, just go. You know, don't 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 kick your ex-girlfriend on the way out, your ex-boyfriend on the way out. Just say, listen, you know, I'm not I'm not here for you anymore. I'm no longer in love. Shake hands and part ways. Don't call her a whore when you're walking out the door. You know what I mean? Like three days later you were in love with her, or before you were in love with her. You know, don't call her a whore when you leave. So that was it. That's our show. Quick and easy. We had family talking about the kids and VPK and, and schooling. We had social media, more political stuff, talking with people on Twitter. And then local, again, if you want to leave South Florida, just go. Want to bounce ideas off somebody, by all means, go for it. But say, don't, don't, don't kick your boyfriend, girlfriend your way out. Just break up with them and leave. Don't tell them they suck. You know, that, it's a you problem. So that's it. So this is a Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Uh, Steve, maybe. I'm not sure when he's going to be back in here. I, I'll get the old man in here soon enough. I'm going to try to knock out one or two more solo shows or with the old man with um, by the end of the week. Like I said, we're going to be going out of town possibly this weekend. So, you know, got to, got to start recording some shows. As long as I don't keep spinning politics, I'll be in here blabbing away. That may bother some of you guys out there. I'm not going to apologize for it. You know, tune in. We keep spinning the wheel. You know what I mean? On... Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have we have a new segment. I have a new segment. It's only on YouTube on Rumble. It's called Billy Reacts. All right. I do reaction videos on there on YouTube on Rumble. I'm not gonna put it on the podcast anymore for listening purposes. It's strictly video. Billy Reacts. I got one coming out. Um let me see today or tomorrow about Mike Tyson and his knockouts. It's a 40-minute video. I'm cutting it up 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Again, Mike Tyson, All it's, it's called Legendary Knockouts, Mike Tyson. It's pretty cool watching this stuff. I've seen it before, but watching it again, watching how young he was, the amount of fights he took in his first couple years, oh, my God, it's mind-blowing. But check that out on YouTube, on Rumble, Billy Reacts. That'll be out on Wednesday or Thursday. Besides that, that's it. Have a great day, great Wednesday. Talk to you guys in a couple days.